0: Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm especially looking forward to this interview because it's with the wonderful Trish Tagbit Trish, a very warm welcome. G'day, and where are you hanging out?
1: Right now, New York, New York.
0: New York, New York, and <laughs> <Yes>. COVID-19 semi-lockdown.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Folks, Trish and I have known each other for, I guess, a couple of years now, and the subject is such a critical one and it's so overlooked and so much given lip service too, but let me give you a little bit about Trisha's background. She's an established efficiency and client relationship expert who uses frameworks developed from her time in fashion and, and digital industries to create thriving environments while humanizing what would otherwise might be a, a sterile type business or corporate setting. So. The subject, which I am absolutely fascinated with, and which is far more important than my pet subject, which is marketing, is how to create client relationships that equal bliss. Really? And Trish is going to tell us how to do that in just a minute. So Trish, thank you so much. Our time starts now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client?
1: Okay, my ideal client would be in a B2B setting and they sell services more specifically they would be in digital digital tech digital advertising advertising but again people who are who have accounts and are servicing clients for the long term where the transaction is not one and done they can benefit from this B, B2B right. selling services
0: ongoing relationship selling mm-hmm. services yes. thank you six and a half minutes left question two how would you define the problem that you solve for those clients?
1: Mainly the problem that I solve is getting over the fear of being in a client-facing situation. Because mm. you will not believe how many people are in account management, project management, any client-facing situation in these you know, service industries that hate, Talking to their clients. Interesting. You would think that it's the most natural thing in the world, but it is not. Behind the scenes, there's a lot of stress and wow. strain. Wow. So.
0: Well, well, that brings us quite nicely to question number three, which are some of the typical symptoms that you're before they get to be your clients, your ideal clients would be experiencing. It sounds like one of those symptoms is they have anxiety around meeting with clients.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what are the, some of the The other symptoms that that your ideal clients are going to be experiencing before they find your solution, how do they know that they need what you've got? What's going on apart from anxiety with meeting with clients?
1: Well, number one is, first of all, waking up dreading going to work. Okay. I know there's, there are a lot of industries in that, but we're talking specifically about client relationships. If that's your job and you wake up in the morning and you hate going to work because you have to talk to the client, that's the number one symptom. Okay. Number two, it's just, if you have to deliver bad news, which we all have to at some point. Okay. Because that's just the way the world works and you have to deliver it to your client. It's Putting it off until the last minute because you just don't want to have that conversation. Right. That's another symptom. So
0: procrastination. You know, there's
1: yeah, it's it's there are variations of this, but those are the two most common. I would say. Okay.
0: So we we've got these. It sounds like almost like an organizational culture where people have anxiety around Mm -hmm. face-to-face or digital meetings with clients. Mm -hmm. They understand they have this problem. And they're gonna try and fix it so they don't have that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Question number four, with four minutes left, is what are some of the common mistakes that your ideal clients make before they find your solution? How are they trying to fix this problem but getting it wrong before they find your solution?
1: You know they don't.
0: Ah. They don't
1: they don't fix the solution. They don't figure out that there's a solution. They don't try to fix it because they don't there are no role models for them. At work see that's what creates the problem in the first place oh. so it's finding people like me that would solve the problem is somebody so, who would teach them
0: so it's not like they're trying a whole lot of stuff to fix the problem they don't even know no. where there's a solution they just think yeah. this is kind of situation normal that this is just the way it has to be
1: yeah exactly wow. because they don't have role models again right they've been promoted and now they have more responsibility and they didn't know how to do you know, the first junior tasks, how are they going to understand how to do more senior tasks? So again, like I said, it's just this building of anxiety. There's a lot of turnover because of this.
0: Wow. So, so, so key employees are leaving because of the anxiety and, and possibly this client attrition as well. So yes. let's move on to a valuable free action. This is question number five, and we've got just two and a half minutes left. What's one valuable free action that someone listening to this who has some degree of anxiety around client facing meetings, what's a tip that we can give them that's going to help them a little bit? It's not going to solve the whole thing, but it might just help them take a step in the right direction.
1: Okay, this is about mindset. Take the client off the pedestal and treat him as a partner. So basically, it's an adult relationship. It's adult business relationship.
0: Okay, right. No
1: pedestals. So, so it's a mindset
0: change. So think of this as an equal a relationship of mm-hmm. equals where you're in partnership working together on, on a solution and just mm-hmm. that mindset switch. Yes. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Question number six, just under two minutes left. What's one valuable free resource? Where could we direct people to go that they can find out more about your solution and how to create Bliss. Yes, really. <laughs> when you're going to meet with a client. So you look forward to going with a client. Where can they go to find out more about that?
1: That would be TrishTagley.com slash client bliss. And they'll find there a, a download, which is a script. And it's what to say when the client wants more for free without using the word no.
0: Very nice. So that's Trish, T R I S H, Tagley, T A G L E dot com, Trish com forward slash client bliss. Mm-hmm. Question number seven, and we've got a whopping 60 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't?
1: Okay, so, well, this is something that you know. I actually do work in the client relationship space, but more on the stakeholder level where I help stakeholders or businesses get clients to stay longer, refer more often and be more open to upsell. But because of the situation we're in right now, COVID. <laughs> now I'm switching more to speaking to individuals and teaching them about developing better client relationships and it's back to, you know, my corporate days where I had teams and direct reports and taught them how to deal with clients, which I, I always loved. So this is bringing me back to my roots.
0: Every client-facing employee in every op organization needs what you've got. Folks, go and get the free information, trishtaglet.com forward slash Bliss. Our time is up. Trish, thank you so much. Thank you.